Welcome back. The pot is bubbling over and it's got all sorts of flavorings up in there. It's a haunt gone wrong horror story kind of episode of that strange show. This one here is stacked to the greasy gills. Be kind and rewind was the topic of our last episode as we headed down to the basement with Andy and friends. We talked up Rent-A-Pal. Go check out that episode. Big Steppin. And let's not forget, this episode is brought to you by Deadly Grounds Coffee. GetDeadly.com. Get beamed up. Yeah. <laughs> Tonight we got Kevin, a.k.a. A-Knuckle, a.k.a. Big Daddy from the Wicked Horror Show. What's up? Uh, not much. Not much is up, that's for sure. Uh, still just, uh, you know, staying in my house uh, majority of the time. I leave uh, for maybe uh, 20 to 30 minutes a week. And yeah. uh, the first thing I think is uh, I can't wait to get home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost Halloween. I know Yay. people are counting now for that. Um, Let's so, hope it happens this year, right? Yeah, that's what I'm hoping to get the full size candy bars. I'm trying to I'm thinking, like, if it does happen this year, like. How am I going to do Because, like, I, I love to hand out candy. So it's just like, am I just going to throw it at people? That's that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to, you know, those potato potato launchers? Yeah. Yeah, potato guns. Yeah, the Foom. potato guns. <laughs> Make some of that. I'd be like, all right, fucker. Here comes the first. Right. i got to put some rock salt in here, too. <laughs> bah! Make, them remember, make them remember this. Yeah. What happened? Why do you got a, a Kit Kat fucking rapper? Permanently yeah. embedded in your fucking forehead. Fucking trick or treat, motherfucker. <laughs> is it a is it a right one or a left one? That's, That's a quick. God damn it. Yeah. I just messed that up. Oh well, shit. Well, I guess, You're gonna have to edit that out. Nah, it's staying, bro. So uh <laughs> but uh I think uh you know, we usually start the show like uh what have you been checking out? Anything new? Um that's hitting the radar. Netflix has been putting out a couple of shows here and there, so I don't know if you've caught wind of like um, brand new cherry flavor. I, I think it's in my queue. I haven't seen it. So far, I'm on episode six of this yeah. recording, and uh, I'm liking it, liking it a lot. Tell it to me. I would say it's got a little bit of uh, David Lynch feels to it, uh, some supernatural stuff, but it's. Uh, uh, the way that they go about the the uh, like the dark arts part of it is uh, more cemented in real life with like brujeria and like voodoo type stuff. It's pretty cool. A uh, yeah. little synopsis is uh, the chick's an aspiring filmmaker uh, who moves, who ends up in Hollywood, but Ooh. as some people call it, holla weird, right? <laughs> Those people, I tell you. <laughs> I definitely recommend that uh, brand new cherry flavor. And then I uh, started on Shudder, a show called Slasher. I did, too. I watched the first episode like a while ago. Yeah, same. So I started to rewatch it. And then uh, we had friends. I can't, like A friend of my wife and her daughter came over today. And like literally as soon as they walked in, the daughter is like kindergarten. Yeah. And they were sex scene. I was like, all right, I'm going <laughs> to shut this off. I'm like, oh. I didn't know what was going there. So oh, like, in, the, uh, in the garage? I don't know. Just I plowed. think so, maybe. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but um, but yeah, it, it it looks good. And then I don't know if it's something that my wife's gonna want to watch with me because she's like, I know that person. I know that person. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. She knows him from like Lifetime movies and 
all that shit. Mother, but, uh, I sleep with danger. Yeah, but uh, but yeah. So I don't know if it's something. Uh, but like, I remember liking the first episode, but it's been a little while, so I yeah. wanted to rewatch it. Yeah, that's but, what I was saying. Like, I watched one episode. Um, and if you know me and my litmus test, like, uh, if you don't like grab my attention within like the first fifteen minutes. You know, but it held my attention. So so far, I recognize Cronenberg. He's in it. Um, so I'm intrigued by that aspect alone. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and how it's going to deliver. But it's very gory so far. Uh, and it, to me, it's got like a whodunit feel, clue type of. Yeah, I was I was like trying to tell my wife. I was like, like it makes me think of it's not this, but it makes me think of like Knives Out, and it makes yeah. me think. What was the other one where it was like a competition? Um, there was one that was in the theater before COVID that uh, I saw it in the theater. I forget what it was, but ready it was or, like a, ready or not, maybe ready or not. Yeah, yeah, maybe that. So it was like I was like it's kind of like on those the, the vein of those, uh, but it's a show as opposed to a movie. Yeah, and not to be confused with Slasher on Netflix. This is right. Slasher colon Flesh and Blood. Yeah, it's like the guy with the white mask. Yeah, but like uh, one of the old. Uh, the doctors like they had like the big long beak Doctor, thing yeah it, plague doctor plague or whatever yeah, they would put like certain flowers in their beak so they because that's what that's what it was for yeah, so yeah, they yeah. smell the, the rotting people yeah they jam that shit full of patchouli and fucking yeah smell like goddamn hippies <laughs> i have some beard oil that's actually really good quality beard oil but it it's patchouli flavored uh-huh. scented Fla- rather flavored? i say flavored all the time um yeah hmm. He's like goddamn hippies. Yeah. So like when I wear it, my wife's like, "Ah, oh, you smell like you know one of her friends who's a who's a hippie." But um, I got it for free, so whatever. You're like Grateful Dead, bro. Yeah. Like, hey man. I, I, every time I wear that beard oil, it makes me want to dick around on guitar for four hours. <laughs> <laughs> That's just one song, man. Hey man. <laughs> yeah. So those are uh, those are the ones I'm watching. I started uh. I don't know if you've heard of this. It's on Hulu. It's called uh, Nine Perfect Strangers. No. No, it's got Nicole Kidman. Halfway through that, I'm digging it. Me and my wife are watching that. But it's uh, very raw, real topics of conversations like uh, suicide attempts, uh, things like that. They go on like a retreat type of deal. It's like a cleanse place where you Mm -hmm. like leave all your troubles behind. Oh, truly. Yeah. Yeah. But... um, I'm I I like it because it's like there's like a little side thing going on right now. Since you haven't watched it, I won't yeah. give it t- too much away. But uh, with the uh, main character uh, Nicole Kidman, 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 Kidman. Yeah. I don't know. Tom Cruise. Tom, but, uh, Tom Cruise's ex, Mrs. Tom Cruise before. This is Tom Cruise. But uh, yeah, I'm digging it. It's on uh, Hulu. So, but yeah, like that's why I like it because it's like real. I think I saw an ad for it because I saw something with her in it. Eh, maybe not. That was thought, eyes. That was eyes wide shut. No, I, I thought I saw an ad because I was I was watching some kids programming on Hulu because I had to entertain this child. Oh, today. For, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, while uh, while they were, her friend was helping uh, cut down all the weeds and shit in my yard. Well, uh, if they ever come over again, yeah, uh, I would recommend uh. Also on Hulu, the mysterious. Is it on Hulu? No, sorry, Disney Plus. Oh. I don't know if you have that, 
but the mysterious Benedict Society. It stars uh, Tony Hale. You know him from, uh, he's Buster from Arrested Development. Mm-hmm. And uh, has Ryan Hurst, uh, who's in The Walking Dead and The Sons of Anarchy. Mm-hmm. As Opie. And then Kristen Schaal. She does Mabel on Gravity Falls. And she's also Boz Burgers, right? Yeah, Louise Belcher. She's also, and this is bringing things back around, or bringing things to things that I've been watching. She's in the, the new season of uh, What We Do in the Shadows. As oh, well. that's back? Yeah. Three oh, sure. episodes. Three, Three episodes? episodes? Yep. The first first week, there was two episodes back to back. Oh, I didn't uh, know. I didn't know. Yeah. If you have Hulu, all three of them are on Hulu right now, and it's uh, it's great. So far, it's awesome. Like, I, right. that show is, I like the movie. Like, I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. The show, I think, is way better than the movie. It's crazy to say that, but yeah. it really is. Full disclosure, I've never watched the movie. I mean, if anything, you may be disappointed After, no, yeah. because the show is so good. You know, yeah, the yeah. movie is good. And um, there's a spinoff that they, it's funny because they, they were listing it as being like brand new, like a new show called Wellington Paranormal. No, that show's like three years old, isn't it? Three or four yeah. years old. Well, it just it just hit HBO Max. Mm-hmm. And um, it's like, oh, premiere of this show. And it's season one. It's like there's there's like at least three seasons of it. Yeah. It's been on forever. Well, not forever, but years ago in, uh, in New Zealand. Um, but yeah, it, that's a pretty good show too. I started. Heard. I started that. I'm. Uh, I was on like episode one or two. That's funny because they they roll up on the uh, the cornfield. No, they roll up on the chick uh, throwing up because she's possessed. Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Oh yeah, work it out, get it all out, get it all <laughs> out." Yeah, we got another drunk. What do you think? I don't. What we do in the shadows, uh, the new season so far is awesome. Three, Three episodes. episodes. Okay, I got to catch up. Get my drug blood on. Catch yeah. up. But uh, also, I watched uh, Super Deep. Have you seen that? I don't know. It's on Shudder. It's kind of body horror, kind of alien-esque. Reminded me a little bit of, like, Color Out of Space meets The Thing. Mm. With uh, It's a foreign film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Wolfie and I reviewed it. And I think I told you, I thought I told you about it because I, yeah. I, I was commenting that there was a monster that was walking around and screaming as they were walking because the monster was made out of people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just, I watched it because I just did a, a, a guest spot on uh, my buddy's podcast. Uh, it's called, called Do I Like This uh, podcast. Go check them out. We just reviewed that for them. But um, I, I thought the movie was good. Um, there were certain like- parts. That were a little funky, but that's uh, that's every movie. Mm-hmm. But and then it was just like, but it was a bunch of movies in one. But it was mm-hmm. a bunch of movies that I liked. Exactly. So it was like enjoyable to watch. Yeah. Like it, it was to the point, Chris. Like I know, like a bunch of my friends like the thing. Yeah. And I'm like, it feels a lot like the thing. Um, it's obviously not the thing. Trust me, you're not that guy. Okay. Yeah. Are you? Absolutely. And and I, I think. I think that the the monster is actually pretty cool. Yeah, because like it, it was legit when you said that. Because it yeah. was like, oh, here it comes, and then it comes around a corner. He's like, ah! <laughs> it's a like, dude. Why? Because his feet are made out of people. Yeah, on him is made out of people. Yeah, it was like I was like the monster is pretty cool. I liked the like the scene in the walkway where it had like all the 
like the moth, like the 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 spores thing, like the center of the earth type yeah. deal. And I yeah. was like, all right, this is kind of cool. I, I, yeah, I, I dug it. Uh, Wolfie and I both really liked it on the uh, Wicked Horror Reviews. Yeah. Or if you subscribe to the audio podcast, The Wicked Horror Show, there's also that bonus of uh, Wicked Horror Reviews with me and the 13th Wolfman. Yeah, there you go. So you get a mini review here, and then you can go listen to a full review on Wicked yeah. Horror, and then another uh, full review on Do I Like This Podcast. So That's Right. And then, then, see, then if go, we, see if we changed our minds yeah, between. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, and then, uh, but yeah, it's on Shredder right now. I thought that when I first started watching it, because there's a movie called Sputnik that mm-hmm. kind of, I haven't seen it, disclosure, that has to do with the same kind of deal, like body horror, something came back or something came out from mm-hmm. space or whatever. And I thought that. Cause like you know how some movies get like international release, but then it gets like rebranded for yep. American or whatever. So I was like, oh shit, this this feels like Sputnik or looks like Sputnik, but it wasn't. So I still got to check out Sputnik though, because hmm. it's it's in the same vein. It's it's one of those things where like I very rarely get let down yeah. by like Shutter Originals and Shutter exclusives. Like mm-hmm. I very rarely get shut. Like you know, it's I would say the percentage is pretty high of enjoying it some movies i've absolutely loved some of them like that was just it was a good time it's yeah, worth yeah, yeah. shutter worth yeah. paying for shutter um but yeah, there was a movie that i watched on shutter mm-hmm. it also has super in the title super super host it's a very small cast is only uh like four main people in the cast um and it's basically like uh it's about this couple that they do like um, like video, like YouTube reviews of like bed and breakfast kind of are like, uh, what are those things called? Not bed and breakfast. It's uh, a, uh, Airbnbs, Airbnb kind of thing. And, um, you know, it, it's, you know, the, the person's very wacky in it and, uh, you know, it, it, it starts to go bad. Um, but Barbara Crampton is in it and, uh, I've enjoyed everything that she's done that I've seen on shutter. Like, uh, you know, there's, she's been in a handful of things recently. Jacob's liar. Uh, yeah. Um, Wait, that Jacob's wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, not Jacob the liar with Robin Williams. I, I, I thought you were. I thought you said Jacob's ladder. I'm like, she had to climb the ladder yeah, to get to Jacob. But um, Jacob. Yeah, I, I enjoyed the movie. I enjoyed Superhost. Um, but it's not as good as I was hoping it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Like it, what we were talking about a little bit before we started recording, and we like the, the way that it was filmed it it didn't it didn't lend itself to horror like it it uh the cinematography was more on the line of like a, te- a made for tv like lifetime movie um so at times where you're supposed to be like scared it didn't really look scary yeah and it was like it almost made it feel kind of comical and i don't know if that's what they were going for um but yeah, I think, that said i think everyone in the movie did a great job i think you know i thought the acting was solid you know. Yeah, I uh, from what I watched in the trailer and like I told you, um, I turned it on just to get like a feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get to, it's got a different feel to it than yeah. I, I would say for like the type of movie that it's supposed to turn yeah. out it to be. Because I know, because I, I darker. Yeah, because I know I know the premise and uh, pretty much like where it's gonna go, type mm-hmm. of deal. But um, yeah. It just seems like it might be more of like a like a like a dark, tongue in cheek, 
comic, yeah. comedic yeah, look. But, but things, but like shit hits the fan at some yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like when that happens, it's like it's still in that same tone, and it's just like, eh, it kind of shouldn't be, yeah. you know. Well, maybe it's like bright in that lady's mind type of deal. I don't like, know. She's, well, anyways, go watch but it. it Super Yeah, either way, it it wasn't a bad movie. It's it's not. I mean, it's it's worth a watch. It, it was a good time, and it you know time flies by on it, so it's not yeah. like a it doesn't drag. Uh, it's an hour and twenty minutes, something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, it didn't drag. And um, as being a guy who's had a YouTube channel for way too long, um, you know, I I, I feel the pain like that the whole trying to trying over and over again to get things right, and you know that kind of deal. And then there's a whole thing with like ring cameras and stuff like that. So that's yeah. that's creepy as well. <laughs> but anyways, go check it out for sure. Superhost. Um, looks cool. Watch them both back to back. Super host deep. Super deep host. Deep host. <laughs> Wait. I have a riddle for you. I watched Val. Have you got a chance to check that out? The Val no. Kilmer documentary? Oh, no. I, it's, oh. I, I've heard good things, though. It's like heart-touching. Yeah, oh, yeah. my God, dude. It's so good. It's like, you know, it's ins- it, was, it was crazy inspiring to me. Like, it made me think of things in my life a little bit here. Yeah. Um, but I love the the peek behind like his life, his actual life, because like he recorded everything, you know. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm just gonna give the highlights then, because I want you. Yeah, you need to watch it. It's fucking. It's on Netflix, right? Uh, it's I think oh, uh, no, uh, Prime. Okay, okay. I think it's on was, Prime. It's on one of the ones I have. Yeah, so it's it's somewhere. Search for it. But uh, yeah, I mean, a peek behind. They got the uh, uh, Batman Forever stuff. They go into Tombstone. They go into uh, so good the the conventions that he's doing that he did like after he had the surgery. He was at uh, Rhode Island Comic Con one year. Yeah, and uh, but that bit uh, hit home a little bit for me because that's like you know like we go to conventions or we used to at least uh, before the pandemic hit. And, like, you know, we try to, like, get to these stars and, like, you know, try to, like, make a connection type of deal. Like, with whether it's just telling them, that like, hey, you know, a movie that you were in 20 yeah. years ago, like, made me, like, appreciate you for, you yeah. know, your acting or whatever. Or, like, to try to get them on a show, you know, for an interview. and Yeah. But <clears throat> there was a part that where I said it hit home a little bit for me is because, like, and I think me and you, we've had this conversation before, um, you know, where we go and see like some of these celebrities, like, is it fun for some of these celebrities to sit there all day and like get to ask the same question over and over? And they, there's a piece in there, I won't give it away, where it was, it was like not fucking cool, where I was just like, holy shit. And he's a fucking, well-known actor in general like you know for years now and i'm sure everybody's seen most if not all of his movies mm-hmm. you know but yeah it was pretty it got kind of dark at some points but then at the end it, it, it gave you some light too you know oh, what i mean like the good. you know the, the part with the like one of my favorite movies of his is the doors mm-hmm. where he did the uh jim morrison yep that was that was a great movie and i'm not a doors fan at all yeah. but it's you know. But, you know, he fucking sang on there for real. Like, he learned 
how to sing, like all this stuff. Like he was, like it's, he was uh, his thing because like they went into like how he was like, people thought he was like a weirdo and like all this really? stuff because yeah, like his peers, because huh. he took acting, like because he started in theater, so he was more like like he wanted like that he wanted to be like the actors actors and like when he started out like he said like one of my favorite theaters pieces was playing down the street with some of my favorite actors and i'm down the street in london creating fluff mm. but getting paid right you know what i mean so it was like but like that's why like that being said i love his fluff like if i i was debating going to meet him at rhode island yeah but you know, the line was ridiculous yeah um I'm just like, I can't um, because as a as a child, one of the things that me and my dad connected over was Top Secret. Dude. Yeah, uh, that's what I say. I have I have the VHS. Like as a kid, I remember seeing the commercial for it and my me and my dad were both dying laughing. And then yeah. when it came out video, we, we rented it and then we ended up buying it. And like we were just every once in a while, we're just throwing Top Secret and lose our shit. Yeah. And still, it's still a movie I love. Yeah. And that's what he said. Like it took years for him to realize that like that stuff that he at first thought was like fluff Shit. like you said yeah ended up like you know like it, it was he realized that all the moving pieces in his life were important mm -hmm. so it was it was very touching i i would the only thing i would ask him about is top secret and mcgruber that's it <laughs> nothing else nothing else matters yeah. to me but uh, yeah, check that out, like for sure, Val. Yeah, that. yeah, because it, dude, and he does like the thing too, and it's narrated by his kid, mm. like his kid's now his voice. Oh really? And it's like I was just like, what the fuck? Are yeah, we doing? like yes, yeah. like holy fuck, you know. So it's it was something. I I, I definitely uh, I watched it on a whim, but like I'm really glad that I did because like. You know, Batman Forever, Tombstone, done so many things. You know what I mean? Fucking Island of Doctor Moreau. They even touch on that, like all the shit. Gun. Huh? Top, Top Gun. Gun. Like a lot, a lot of shit. So, but yeah, check that out. But uh, all right, enough about Val Kilmer. It is fucking making me cry. But uh, um. <laughs> Ooh, Val. The cow is wearing boots on the cover of yeah. Top Secret, everyone. That's, that'll get you back in the in the good uh, yeah, sense yeah. of humor, right? Yeah, yeah. Have you heard of uh, Nine Inch Nails, uh, uh, Trent Reznor, and composer Danny Elfman collaborating on True? I, I don't. I, I enjoy both of them. Yeah. Uh, I've been an Oingo Boingo fan since way back in the day. Oingo Boingo? Oh, yeah, yeah. Danny Elfman's band, Oingo Boingo. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, Oingo Boingo, Dead Man's Party, yeah. you know, yeah. all that stuff. And then like when he started, like the first thing that I knew of him doing that wasn't, you know, that was probably uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Correct. And the Simpsons theme song. And then yeah. it's been awesome since. He just released a new album not that long ago. Yeah, it's pretty uh, dark. Is it? Yeah. You heard it? I haven't heard it. I heard, I I heard, I saw a, couple, I heard a couple songs off of it. Yeah. Richard Elfman, his brother, uh, posts a lot about it, and um, he's still doing stuff too. Like he actually made a movie that uh, James Balsamo was in. Oh, uh, Richard? Yeah, Richard oh. Elfman. Yeah, he also he helped. 
he helped create the Mystical Knights of the Oingo Boingo, which started the band. And then he also, uh, what is it, Forbidden Zone? I think he he was behind that as well. But uh, smart but yeah, people, it, smart creative yeah. people. Yeah, and then but yeah, Trent Reznor. I've I've been a Nine Inch Nails fan forever. Uh, one of the best live shows I've seen is Nine Inch Nails on the uh, Downward Spiral tour. Oh wow, and, uh, that was in yeah. the thick of it. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was it was a. They were ridiculous. I was I was excited because of the opening band, and then the opening band sucked. And I liked them. I liked the recordings of the of the opening band. What was the was, band? Pop Elite itself. P W E I. Pop Elite. Pop Elite yeah. itself. Yeah, it's uh, they're they were on this like earlier Nine Inch Nails like Pretty Hate Machine, like style, um, but they they actually like referenced like uh, Watchmen and stuff like that in their songs. So, yeah. was, they were pretty cool. I liked them. But anyways, they sucked live. So anyways, yeah. But they, I, I'm curious to see what they would come up uh, with together, the uh, Trent Reznor and Danny Elfman. Yeah, it says uh, the single showcases a sonic collision of two of music's most iconic artistes, melding vocals from Reznor and Elfman with vicious industrial percussion, cinematic piano flares, and walls of feedback. Hmm. So it says, this is the first duet slash collaboration I've ever done in my life. So to do it with Trent was a real surprise and a treat, says Elfman. Uh, he's always been a big inspiration to me, not to mention he has one of my all-time favorite singing voices. Mm. So it says the video is directed by Aaron Johnson uh, and features warped imagery and retro VHS aesthetics for all you tape heads out there that capture the song's intensity. Nice. Says following a series of dynamic singles and aesthetically groundbreaking videos, Elfman released Big Mess back in June. Uh, his first solo record in 37 years, clocking in at 18 tracks. The sprawling double album finds the four time Oscar nominated Grammy and Emmy Award winning composer, breaking bold new ground as both a songwriter and a performer. So, you want to take a quick break and take a listen to it? Where is it? It's on the list. You got to click on. Oh. think my friend i uh, i thought it was great uh, it reminded me of the ebony and ivory video shot for shot i'm just kidding oh i said it reminded me of the ebony and ivory video from stevie wonder and paul mccartney okay back in the day. no it was it was uh it was really good like uh and then i was also i was like shocked i had to scroll down i'm like what because it, it's it's on epitaph which i yeah. think is yeah. i'm like what like yeah. that was like where all the hardcore stuff was yeah. back in the day um, yeah. Times yeah, have changed, yeah. man. It's 2021. It is. Is it? Yes. Anyways, um, no, no. It was. It was good. I mean, it. 
It's heavy. Yeah, it is. It's fucking heavy. It's funny if you if you go back and listen to some early Oingo Boingo stuff, it's like so poppy, it's gross. Yeah. You it's... Know? And it's also very inappropriate at times, like just on little girls. But um the uh but it, yeah, that was that was pretty uh intense. Yeah, I it's, like it. I like it a yeah, lot. I'm I'm glad that uh Danny Elfman is still able to to be that. He, like he he Oingo Boingo did a did an album like in the nineties that was it was really it was very Beatles ish. Mm-hmm. Like the like it was like very sonically, like very Beatles-ish. There was a, a few little harmonies in there that actually made me feel of you know Beatles-ish there too. But yeah, it was that was good. Thanks. I didn't know it existed, so thank you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, someone here commented on his thing where he said it was the first duet slash collaboration that he'd ever done, mm. and then someone said, "Wow!" So I guess the. Susie and the Banshees face to face from the Batman Returns soundtrack don't count. <laughs> so I guess not. I guess it doesn't count. It doesn't count. Well, maybe he doesn't find Susie Sue relevant anymore. Yeah, maybe, maybe. That's, I didn't want to bring it up. Maybe. So, uh, but yeah, check that out. Um, check out his new record. Like I said, the other songs. Is that are on the new record, or is that just a um, single? I think this is just a single. Yeah, it's just a single. Uh, what well, says an epic new version of True, one of the standout singles. Yeah, uh, so so uh, it's it's a, a yeah it's a remix. Side or you know um, like, yeah, like but, like uh, all the Nine Inch Nails stuff that he, he would put out fifteen different versions yeah, yeah, yeah. of, and I would buy them all, whatever. <laughs> but uh, yeah, because like the other songs I heard on the record were fucking heavy, and when I say heavy, I don't mean like in the like metal heavy. There's just like some. Like sludgy and yeah, just like just a dark. spatial heaviness to it, which which I appreciate. I like it. I like it a lot. So and uh, oh. Danny Elfman looks fucking insane nowadays. I don't know if you've seen he him. Does. Yeah, he's all ripped. Yeah. A ripped old man is uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. So uh and speaking of uh ripped old men, uh Polly Shore <laughs> and Stephen Baldwin uh wants they want a sequel to Biodome. Shot laughing gas. No way. It's so hard to keep this mouth on my face. Turn off. Clowns to the left of me. Joker's to the right. Here I am. Let's go. Dennis Hopper, Blue Velvet. Oh, I'm slutty. Oh, I'm slutty. <laughs> I don't feel anything. You hear about this? I did after I read it on your thing. Yeah, my thing there from joeblow.com. So check out that website. It's an actual website. Uh, yeah. So it says it has been about 25 years since the release of Biodome, and the film stars Polly Shore, the weasel, uh, and Stephen Baldwin, who? Exactly. Uh, still want to do a sequel. Uh, Polly Shore took to Twitter. This is probably old news because you know me. I just I just got to the internet, so um, but I said to, uh, took to his Twitter page to post a video message about the consistent requests he gets for sequels to his movies. You think he's like getting hit up like that? Hey, Polly, uh, what about a what about a fucking Biodome sequel, like, man? Oh, a jury was it jury duty? Was that one of them? Yeah. What about in the army now? Yeah. I think that was one of them too. Yeah. Or, um, the uh, 
I think uh, what it was is that he's like, oh, well, Bill and Ted actually worked out. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do this shit. I would, uh, I would take an Encino Man sequel before Over Viagra. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I wonder if, uh, if, because I think Tenacious D is in Biodome in the background playing on like some campus. I don't. Something. I, don't I think it is. I think that was like one of their first things that they did. So uh, I wonder if they would reprise their role. That'd be the only reason I'd go see it. Yeah. Just see Tenacious D in the background somewhere. So it says here that he gets hit up about doing a. So Shore revealed that he he is in frequent contact with his co-star Stephen Baldwin about doing a sequel, but they can't make it happen. As explained in the video, Shore says the fans need to let the studio know that they really want to follow up. So it says, I would definitely do a sequels, do the sequels to all my movies. Stephen Baldwin texts me every day and says, hey, man, let's do Biodome 2. And we would do hey, these. Man. You need your pool cleaned again? Yeah. Hey, man. Sorry. Uh, we I'm would. <laughs> he says we would do these movies for you, but the issue is we, the actors, don't own the movies, the studios, the Disney Pluses, the MGMs. Now I think Amazon owns Biodome. So my suggestion is if you guys, this is me doing Polly Shore. So if you guys want us, the actors, to do the sequels to these movies, then just tweet at these Disney Plus. Tweet that at the MGMs. And if there's much demand for these films, they'll simply call my agent or my manager up and be like, yo, Polly, they just greenlit Biodome 2. You down? And I'd be like, fuck yeah, let's go. Buddy. But, yeah, buddy. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so he says uh, message to the crusty folks that request the sequels. He had a, a Netflix original movie, I think, recently. Yeah, I heard it was uh, funny. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah. I watched it with my wife. With my wife? Uh, with my wife. But, yeah, it, was, uh, it, was, it wasn't bad. It was better than I was expecting, I'll be honest. Uh, so I guess uh, Biodome wasn't a huge hit upon no. release. Uh, it only grossed a mere $13 million. But it's... Uh, and uh, most of the movies that I talk about. Yeah, but it's uh, $8.5 million budget allowed the film to turn a tiny profit. Mm. So, But it's, uh, it has achieved cult status, supposedly. <laughs> whatever not not with either of us but no i mean i've seen the movie a couple times in my life and i'm like oh, i think i maybe saw it once i'm like oh bye yeah that's cool that's a movie where stephen baldwin was acting like he didn't have a brain like so, oh yeah then he went on to be barney rubble yeah was he yeah I and thought uh, that was i thought that was rick moranis that yeah in the sequel the oh. viva rock vegas he was he was uh he was barney in that one he replaced Rick Moranis? Uh-huh. Well, that's crazy. Yep. Who, who replaced uh, Goodman? Uh, some dude. <laughs> they got two different dudes? Yes. To play? <sighs> you have to look that up. They, they can't watch that. They can't. I, I want to say that the dude that replaced him, I think, is not even American. I think he's a British dude. He's um, like... Never mind, never mind. Wilma, tea and crumpets, please. Tea and crumpets, please, dearie. Uh, let's see here. What do people got to say? This this webpage, you need a comment section because comment section be fire sometimes. But anyway. So the guy who played Fred is Mark Addy. 
don't know. Uh, born in New York, um, which I, I believe is a... He was in The Full Monty. Okay. I know how much of a fan you are of that movie. Mm-hmm. So someone on the... Con- they do have a comment section. I take that back, Joe Blow. Uh, it says here, how about they get Andy Dick too, and do a hybrid sequel in the Biodome Army now? Uh, so someone else says, I was willing to wait 30 years for more Bill and Ted, but not for more Bud and Doyle. That movie... To stay the wonderful one-off that it is. I agree. I agree. Uh says, remember when they made a sequel to Dumb and Dumber? A movie that was quite funny. 20 years later, and it wasn't funny anymore? This would be the same case, except the original was already bad to begin with. <laughs> so, then someone says, hey, man, Biodome is one of the funniest, most quotable movies I've ever seen. It's wow. ridiculous and perfect. By the way, I've only seen one movie. <laughs> It's biodome, you fucker. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I guess uh, give give the people what they want, right? You gotta, not that. You That's gotta, not what I. Want. You gotta you, like like Polly says. You gotta hit up to MGM's, Disney no. Pluses, and fucking no, do that. But I uh, want to. There's there's so many more things that I would want before that. Uh, would you want to know what the heck is Grimace anyway? I already know what Grimace is. What is he? He's a taste bud. He's a taste bud. Yeah. I, the only reason I know that is because they just covered it on Legion of Skanks. Because oh. they, they had this whole uh, thing where they were trying to figure out who he was in front of a, a an audience. And they were getting pretty crass. And, uh, yeah. and okay. uh, But then they, they said it was a taste bud. Oh, I didn't know that. So Speaking of taste bud. He's an enormous. Yeah, see here now. He's an enormous taste bud. But a taste bud nonetheless. Ronald. Get in my belly! Come on! Mm-hmm. That's still weird, though. It's oh. very weird. So, because it says here that there's a picture of a yeah. taste bud, and it's... I can see that. Purple and... It's shaped like a... Like Grimace. Like a Mad Duke. Mad Duke, yo. So, and I guess he was a villain back in the day? Was he? Yeah, it says here, Grimace... Was actually oh, yeah. a villain. I think he used to steal milkshakes. Yeah. So, hmm. if I remember correctly, if you are you uh, are you up on your um, McDonald's character lore? No, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> there was actually a character named Captain Crook. Captain Crook. That my be, last name. That be Crook. you. I have a I have a figure of him that a friend bought what for is, me. What's he look like? Let me look him up while you talk. He's, about a, he's that. like a pirate kind of guy. Yeah, there was a there was a bunch. Uh, what is it? Sid and Marty Croft, you know, HR Puff and stuff, and all that. They used to do the commercials, okay. so there was a lot of these weird characters. Uh, but yeah, Captain Crook. Oh, okay, I do remember him. Yeah, the captain. Yes. Remember at McDonald's used to have all those like weird like <sighs> like rides out in the thing. There was a grimace that was like a big cage that you get in and you shook it. Yeah. I I got hit in the face so many times with that thing. It wasn't even funny. And they had like the fillet of fish that would like you'd sit on it and rock back and forth, but it was a fillet of fish. I don't know, it was weird. And Birdie, that fucking bird. Bird. Uh, McDonald's used to be kind of scary. I mean, a lot of uh, like kids fucking like, hey, come fucking slide down my slide. It's like play with an adult. No. Yeah, like the fucking big ass hamburger head. Fucking. 
Oh yeah, yeah, Mayor McCheese. Yeah. <laughs> there was there was another one too. It was Mayor McCheese, and there was uh, there was a cop one. Yeah. Cheesy cop. It was like a quarter pounder, maybe. Oh my God, it's so juicy. Yo. Why are we talking about this? I don't know. I don't even know why I brought this <laughs> oh, it's up. Just grimace. That's why. Grimace, grimace, grimace. I remember some of these, but I didn't remember Captain Scubing or whatever his name was. Well, uh, yeah, remember my last name. Crook. Captain my last Crook. name is horrible. And so uh, when I was a kid and Captain Crook was a thing, they'd be like, oh, Captain Crook. I'm like, shut up. Shut up. I don't even like Captain Crook. I'm a flay fish man. <laughs> I wasn't. Oh, man. McRib. Well, I guess that answers that question. Yep. What the heck is Grimace anyway? The question is uh, that we've never wanted an answer for has now been answered. No, I didn't. I just thought because I was perusing the internet, you know, sometimes yeah. things like catch your eye and you're like, yeah, what is what is a Grimace? Over the years, though, I remember people like, what the hell is he? Like, is he, is he, what is he supposed to be? He's a, a, a rotten fucking chicken, chicken nugget. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> He's that one bag nug. Yeah. So you know, he, every once in a while, you get those like discolored fries. He's yeah, yeah. Part those, yeah. yeah, I figured it was that or like a stain. Yeah, a purple potato or a butt plug of some sort. And speaking of butt plugs, Florida woman was arrested after lewd jail visit with an inmate. Did you hear about this? Danielle no. Ferrero allegedly exposed her breast and touched herself during virtual visits. Yeah, get into it. So uh, she's now in jail surprise you florida no because i think last week we were talking about skinny dipping women in florida and this week we're talking about uh there was a there was another person in florida there was a woman that was on a golf cart naked and it was like in a, in a chase but she's from boston originally Ooh, you can't yeah. go you can't <laughs> represent boston represent but yeah i guess you can't do that so um i guess don't do that you can't do that. Just don't do it. They'll do it. They'll, they'll do it. The sadness. This thing looks bananas just from this, this still here. I don't know if you clicked on it yet. I'm doing that right now. Uh, so it says everything about the premise of writer-director Rob Jabaz's uh, feature debut reads like another formulaic zombie or outbreak horror that's become overly familiar in the wake of our real-time pandemic. Damn panic. Uh, but it quickly becomes the apparent uh, that sadness refuses to adhere to the average viral horror movie. Jabaz keeps a death grip on the pulse of the current climate, delivering a rage-filled manifesto that aims to vary to every cinematic taboo possible and test your gag reflex in the process. Hey, watch out, bro. Uh, it's transgressive horror of the highest, most aggressive yeah, it looks, uh, yeah, the photos make me want to see it. Yeah, this shit looks bananas. When is it, uh, it like, any idea on, like, if it's going to be released, like, on, like, a streaming service or something? Um, let me see here. So, good question. Very good question. But I don't think it's available right now. I know it came, it came out early January, right? 2021? Uh, yeah, January 2021. Um, so, I guess it's making the rounds. Uh, around the festivals, but uh, you want to watch this blood-soaked fucking trailer that they got here? Yes, please. All right, dude. That that was bloody as fuck. It was. Uh, 
I, I was I was a little behind you. Yeah. So like, oh, at one point I'm like, I'm waiting to see what that was. Yeah. Is that the arm? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I figured. Oh my god. Holding? No, it's the arm. Yeah. No, it's the arm. Uh, that looks fucking bananas. But uh, it says here that the uh, the film on the festival uh, they they have to put a trigger warning. Hmm. Uh, before they show it, so it's coming from a uh, uh, Raven Banner, Banner, uh, which we've watched a couple of their movies. They uh, they have a uh, I think spare parts is on that. Correct mm-hmm. me if I'm wrong, but uh, so it says here in the film, the city of Taipei suddenly erupts into bloody chaos as ordinary people are compulsively driven to enact the cruelest and ghastly things they can imagine. Murder, torture, and mutilation are only the beginning. So it says a young couple is pushed to the limits of sanity as they try to reunite amid the violence and depravity. The age of civility and order is no more. There is only the sadness. Ooh. It says it's a zombie movie, but um, I'm thinking it's more like uh, in the line of like uh, mayhem. Okay. Yeah, like an outbreak. Yeah. Some sort, not necessarily a zombie. Yeah, yeah. I think zombie in the sense of, like, the mind is, you know, one thing on, on the task, and that's destruction. Because the guy's talking. Uh, it looks like they're very cognitive of what they're doing, and they're enjoying it. And the special effects looks bananas. Yeah. There's a lot of blood in that first stab. Yeah, so. It's a powerful stream that man has. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Big stream. But yeah, uh, ropes, but it's blood. Yeah, but like it says right now, it's you know it got released early um, this year, but uh, not available for streaming yet. We'll see, I guess, pretty soon. Uh, it's, I'm hoping, dude. It's the second poster. Did you see it? Yeah, <laughs> it's just fucking dudes eating people naked. Well, if you're going to do it, you might as well do it naked, all right? Yeah. Uh, so it says, I have, on the comments section, it says, I have heard that this is the movie to see this year, and I am already afraid. Uh, someone said, this kind of reminds me of the comic The Crossed. And hmm. It says, hopefully no dolphins, though. And then someone else said, that haunts me till this day. I'm intrigued. I'm going to look out for that comic The Cross. I hate dolphins, so I don't want to know anything about it. Yes. Dolphins. Fuck right off. Uh, Necro says, for those who don't like foreign horror films, I strongly suggest you change that bullshit immediately (laughs) for this one. All for the love of kidneys and intestines. I cannot wait to see this. I'm in. I'm in. I'm all the way sad right now. (laughs) I'm trying to get it. I'm trying to get as sad as possible. I'm going to stop taking my meds so I get wicked sad before I see it. (laughs) Oh, so, yeah, look out for that. Obviously, you know, fucking international horror, sometimes they push that fucking... That they totally of... do. So many things I've seen where it's just like, this would not fly. This would not fly in, in the U.S. If no. this was an American movie, this, this movie would never be shown. Correct. Party of the world. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
we're going to go to all the way down to Texas. Uh, Netflix acquires the global rights from Legendary Pictures. How do you feel about that? Um, what are they going to do with it? Uh, they're going to make a movie. Well, fuck that. They got, they got well, that new movie coming out called, I believe, just called uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, with, uh, what's his name? Fetty, whatever. Fetty Alvarez. Fetty Wap. Fetty Wap. Um, <laughs> the, um, I don't even know who that is. I just, have, I've heard it. Um, but, uh. Yeah, it's Fetty Alvarez. <laughs> I don't know. My, my favorite horror movie. Mm-hmm. Um, th- what was that reaction for? No, I said. Oh, I thought you were like, oh, fuck this kid. No, um, no, no, no. I, I was, I was agreeing with you, but like. Oh, okay. Sir, yes. Um, yes, sir. Yes, sir. But, yes. But to be honest with you, um, I mean, the second one is good, too. Um, I get into little arguments with people back and forth about uh, which one is better. Um, completely different vibe on, on both films. Two different movies. Yeah. One of them uh, is realistic feeling. The other one is not. Yeah, They're I don't both- think I, I wouldn't. I, I, yes, sequel in that it's one and two. But as far as like universe they feel two totally different right you know what I mean? uh, and then other than that uh there really hasn't been any other texas chainsaw movies that i think are worth a shit not even the one with matthew mcconaughey and his fucking no. bum leg no come on when he's like and then renee zagawar is like get the goddamn leg yeah it's shit um and it's it stinks because you know uh yeah, I don't know. Like, there, there's some stinkers in the in the Nightmare series. There's some stinkers in the Friday the 13th series. They're, they're all stinky, bro. <laughs> yeah, but uh, not but one yeah, perfect I, I think, movie. But but the thing is, is that uh, like I think on average, there's more bad TCMs than there are good, <laughs> which is unfortunate. <laughs> well, we'll see. Maybe Netflix and Fetty are going to uh, uh, change that. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll watch it. I mean, I'm not. I, I my my hopes won't be very high. So that way, if it's a, even a little good, I'll be like, "This is awesome." This was, dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> Seriously, I didn't expect. Yeah. I didn't expect nothing. I got something. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Also, keep in mind my favorite Halloween movie is the third one. So. Oh, uh, mine too. I like that one too. Yeah, yeah. I like that one too a lot. A lot of people think I'm ridiculous. It's okay. It's okay. But as people uh, can be wrong, they could, it's be not wrong. They, they could be wrong. Um, all right. So look out for that. That's coming soon. I'm assuming it's going to, you think it's going to premiere on Netflix? Because uh, the, the way Netflix does things, they don't even release physical media. They do. They do? There's, some stuff does. Like there's some stuff that gets physical releases. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, not everything. I mean, like Stranger Things gets physical releases. Oh, well, so. that's a. Are you t- oh, so you mean like the straight piping money and? Yeah, and I properties. think um, I don't I, I don't know if Fear Street is. I thought I heard that Fear Street was getting physical releases. I think that's on like those uh, what are the colos sites? Um, Lies dot com. Yeah, bootleg dot com. Oh, actually, yeah, you might be right because um, I know Tony. Uh, Tony has nine fingers. Yeah. One of the other co-hosts on uh, Wicked Horror Channel. Um, he buys from some place. I think it's like something tuna, like ugly tuna or 
something stinky tuna. And, um, and like, I, I think that he's like, Oh yeah, I grab these. And I'm like, how do they do this? Like, how are they able to sell these online and not be in handcuffs? I think, uh, you just do a limited edition, limited edition, something. I don't know, but yeah, maybe stinky tuna. That that's is that what it's called? I don't. I it's something tuna. Called. I don't but, know, but I don't know if uh, maybe. I don't know. We don't. We just but gotta... like they, it look like legit releases. Though. No, they do. That's what I'm saying. So I'm wondering if there's like some. There's got to be some sort of licensing deal going on with. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so like you, you can sell it for way too much money than it's worth, and uh, give us part of it. But yeah. So maybe 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 it won't hit the theaters, or maybe it'll do like that one for you know one one and one, same day mm-hmm. Netflix yeah. theaters. I can't really see them releasing a TCM movie in a theater. No, you don't think we have we have the yeah. uh, the the landscape for that? I don't think so. Hmm. You don't think it has the same like pull as a Halloween? No. 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 I mean, to some people it would. I mean, but uh, so you I mean, don't think they would embarrass themselves and like flood the well, market with? Well, that, that's that's the thing is it's like do kids know about Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Like the young kids that are gonna actually not care about COVID and go to the movie theater? <laughs> like, you know. That being said, I did go see Candyman in the movie, so Let's whatever. Go see. Oh, how was that? It was awesome. It wasn't too woke for you? No, I mean it. It. it <laughs> was reminiscent of the first one it was very woke yeah that's what i it was like oh, i didn't like it it was too had too much like try to tell me things yeah so <laughs> you didn't watch the first one yeah and you know, here, here's something that i loved as well uh wolfie was uh he watched someone's review of it and um they he's like oh yeah this person i really trust their opinion and they didn't there's things they didn't like about it i'm like like what like oh you know like the, remember in the first one there's the hole in the wall and she goes in and blah 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 yeah. they were pointing out how it was different I'm like yeah it's different because it that it wasn't that at all and I'm like that if that's if that's what they're saying they didn't watch the movie wow. because it's not what it is in the movie wow yeah so I'm like yeah that person's lying through the goddamn teeth um and they just made themselves look like a dummy on the internet but that's um, the last place you want to look like a dummy. I know. I know. Goddamn internet. You don't know, look like a genius on the internet. It's not a dummy. But um but uh yeah, it was it was really good and I was like I know Tony was in it. Mm-hmm. Um so it was um like right after it was announced, I I had seen Tony at a at a con and um like I was like, Tony, I'm like, Oh my god, I'm like, please tell me you're involved and he's just like all I can say is I had a phone call with Jordan and you'll be happy. And I'm like, okay. He's like, I can't really give anything else away, but I'm going to be involved in some That's way. fucking awesome. So, so this whole time, I'm like, is it just going to be like a flashback or what is it going to be? And um, so there's times throughout it, I'm like, is that him? Is that him? Is that him? And then at the at the time when you see him, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's him. Because right. it's like zooming on the face. And like, he's, you know, I was like, oh. oh. And I was like, like nudging my wife. I'm like, that's him. That's Tony. And um, yeah, Tony's a great dude. And um. If you ever get a chance to, to meet him at a con, he's he's legit, just a solid dude. Nah, he seems like a, uh, not nothing crazy, you know. But you know. I I have an experience with Tony. That's all. I brag about it all the time because it's the only thing I can brag about in life. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna tell your listeners because my listeners have heard of it a billion times. All right, go ahead. I was at a con that he was at, and I told him that every once in a while, me and my wife like to go to plays. And I, like a couple years later, he remembered that he was in a play in Hartford, Connecticut, for um for Black History Month. He's from Hartford. Yeah. Um, and he was in a play, and he reached out and he wanted me to go to the play, and I awesome. went to the play. And then he was waiting for me in the lobby, and I did not handle that well. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I, no, I, I was just like, that was that was phenomenal. It was so powerful. Like I, I felt like it was so like there was like an argument in the play, and I legit was like, I need to. I think I need to get out of here. Like I think a fight's gonna break out. Like it was like very very like powerful. Oh, and um, wow. yeah, and it's different. Like stage performances is different than watching it in a movie. Yeah, yeah. You know, and um, obviously there. Um, and, uh, but yeah, so he's just like, oh yeah, that's great. So, uh, what, what's going on now? And I'm like, I have to work in the morning. Like, I uh, think I wanted to go somewhere and like yeah. hang out, get drinks or something. And yeah, I was just yeah, like, yeah. I've got to work. I, I'm dumb. And like, <laughs> then I left. And then I left. And, um, he's like, then, you yeah. could have hung out with me all night. Right. right. Then, then like, uh, the next time I saw him, I'm like, I just really wanted to, it was it meant a lot to me he's like yeah. oh no no it meant a lot to me i'm like no you don't understand i'm like <laughs> like he's affected my life in the in the way that like if i have a big change in my life i have a nightmare that's yeah. involved in bees coming out of people's mouths and it's yeah. because of him yeah. um and uh, i'm like no it's it's a huge deal to me that you even remembered that i said that first off and then thought like i'm gonna invite him like yeah. that's no, a legit. huge deal to me legit. like you're someone that then at that point, I'm just like, I think I might have just fanboyed out and then maybe ruined any chance of being friends with Tony Todd. Tony Todd, I just want to tell you, I love you. <laughs> I don't, I'm just saying I'm in love with a man whose name is Tony Todd. That's all I'm saying. No, no. He seems like, like I said, uh, in passing, you know, and conventions and stuff like, you know, hey, how you doing? Seems like a down to earth dude. And he's, he's a cool, he's a cool guy. Like we were at a, um. Uh, a con before it was opening and Ralph Macchio was there, but there was also a guy that uh, was from the Sopranos and he was in Goodfellas and all these other things. And he had like a much bigger booth than, than uh, Ralph Macchio yeah, yeah. before Cobra Kai came out and he hadn't shown up yet. The guy, the guy that was in the bigger booth. So he's just like looking, whatever he's just looking and he just like grabs all stuff and he goes over and tries to take over that guy's booth. So he was like, what the fuck do you think you're doing? He's like, you you can't act even close to him. It's like you need to get back to your booth. And he's just like, and he's just like, he's like this this man's a true actor. You did some karate movie back in the day. Get back to your booth. I'm like, it was great. It was great. Wow, that's fucking awesome. Like that, that's like as we were talking to him, we're like, hey man, what's going on? Blah blah blah. blah. And he's just like, what like, the fuck do you think you're doing? Hey hey, hey Karate Kid, fuck yeah. off. Yo yo Danny, yeah. sweep the leg, you motherfucker. Yeah. Sorry. Nah, I'm, uh, they they just announced that he's gonna be voicing Venom too. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. I saw that. Yeah, in the uh, new uh, video game, there. It's fucking awesome. He's got the perfect voice for it. I am. We are. Venom. He was. Uh, did you did you ever watch the show Flash? I'm yeah. like the W. Yeah. He was the voice of. Was it Zoom? Is that his name? He was like the bad Flash. Yeah. That was him. 
That's the reason I watched the show. <laughs> Tony Todd, I watched your shows. Anything with Tony Todd is all Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So, yeah. Where were we? Oh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> yeah, back on track. <laughs> this is going to be the longest episode ever. No, it's all right. Um, so, yeah, that's like Netflix. Yeah, Netflix. Yep. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Nightbooks uh, tells a scary story uh, from producer, uh, producer uh, Sam Raimi and the director mm. of Brightburn. So it says, I'm going to need a story every night or it's the last thing you do. So uh, David uh, Yarovesky, uh, he's the director of Brightburn, uh, comes a kid-friendly uh, gateway horror movie headed to Netflix September 15th, which is uh, next week, depending oh. on when you listen to this. Yeah. Uh, so it's out now. Yeah. Now o'clock. Now so o'clock. you said it's a kid-friendly horror movie? Yeah, kid-friendly gateway. So that's all, you know, um, by, by Sam Raimi. So in the film, it says Alex is uh, a creative boy with a strong passion for writing scary stories. But when he's labeled weird and rejected for what he likes, he, he swears he'll never write again. That's when an evil witch played by Kristen Ritter uh, captures him in her magical part. I like her. I like Kristen Ritter. Yeah, she's cool. Uh, captures him in her magical apartment in New York City. And demands that he tell her a new tale every night if he wants to stay alive. So uh, some some would argue that Sam Raimi's been doing kid friendly horror for a while because uh all the PG thirteen ones, but yeah. uh I don't know. He's solid. I I'm I'm a Sam Raimi fan. There's uh there's a lot of movies that people gave him shit for that I think are good. Yeah. I'm not talking Spider Man. I'm talking like Drag Me to Hell. I, oh, I Drag Me to Hell was great. Yeah, great movie. Uh, yep. I like the posters here. I like the poster. This kid, the little kid in here, reminds me of my youngest with the uh, the glasses and stuff. But that's cool. I'll show I'll I'll show them the show. Uh, I'm let them watch it. Oh, it's got a cat too. So you know, it's oh, got the cat. Yeah. It's got the cat. It's got the witch. So it's like a never-ending story. Goosebumps type of deal. So it's a goosebump-esque vibe of creatures, whimsy, and visual style. Plus, like you said, Kristen Ritter as an evil yeah. witch. So that's cool. It looks pretty cool. It does. I, I, I mean, I don't, you have an excuse to watch it because you have children. I don't, but I'm still going to watch it. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would expect you to watch it, bro. I'm going to force you to watch it at gunpoint. I'm going to watch it. You're going to watch it. Watch this. Or I'm going to get Tony Todd. Hey, you're going to watch it. Tony, he's not going to watch it. What? I'm Tony Todd. Why do I sound like this? I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, all right. So we're looking at, again, so existing properties, right? So we got, we were talking about uh, Texas Chainsaw, Candyman, all that stuff. Some of this stuff is all remakes and redos and re So Robert Rodriguez, because you know that HBO has been sniffing around and uh, acquiring uh, properties, right? Mm-hmm. So... So it says here the uh, he's uh, li- he's inked a first look deal with HBO and HBO Max. Um, so as part of the collaboration, Rodriguez will first bring projects to the cabler and streamer for potential development as original series. So 
it's intriguing to be able to tap into the wealth of iconic IPs available across the Warner Media portfolio and explore new stories to tell. So he adds, uh, I'm looking forward to a meaningful collaboration with a high caliber creative talent at HBO. Um, so basically what they're saying is Rodriguez is essentially saying that he's wanting to explore existing properties and put his own fresh spin on them in layman's terms. An existing property could be anything from a nightmare on Elm Street to the final destination. Uh, essentially anything Warner Brothers has the rights to. Has there been any any hints at uh, what what uh, some of these licenses may be for? I don't know. So, hmm, that's that's interesting. And it's Robert Rodriguez. I mean, yeah. so yeah, I'm not mad at that. No, me either. Uh, I, like that. That's the thing is, I, I know it's the whole like, all right, come up with something original. But that's the thing is, if they're doing a series on something, they could expand so much on that. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's if it's done right. Yeah, and I think that's where he's he's with HBO and HBO Max. Those are, you know, yeah, they have movies, but they're more serialized. Yeah, um, and, and they have the budget to, you know, to make some. Yeah, I mean, look at Game of Thrones and look at True Blood, even like even lesser. Like you know, I I was just that, how many box sets do I own that are just HBO shows? Like going back to like The Wire, and that was like R.I.P. Ice cream, yeah. But yeah, yeah. So that's that's uh, interesting and exciting. They should they should do a uh, Desperado series. That'd be cool. I just uh, rewatched the Mariachi. Oh, nice! Like last month. Yeah, I haven't watched that one in a while. So good. Yeah, it's it is like extremely good. So good. You've had these guys on, right? Human Hibachi? Yeah. 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 I just saw that they uh, they won a Best Feature Film at New Jersey Horror Con. Yeah. I was, um, Tony actually was there. He was at the the New Jersey Horror Con and he got to meet him and uh, the, the Jerks Productions guys. Yeah. yeah. Uh, got to meet them. Um, he had a really good time. And, uh, and yeah, he was all excited. You know, obviously it's rightfully so. You know, this is a movie that he's been working on for a while and. You know, it's uh, yeah, it was it was a good time. Like the the movie's uh, a fun movie. I've I was I I've seen it. So yeah, uh, and uh, yeah, congrats to 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 them to them on that. And yeah. uh, uh, that's cool cool shit. I was watching uh, when you were doing the live thing with him. He was they always working. They said him and his, yep. and his team. So they were already. I think the human about you just came out, and they were already working on a yeah continuation of it yeah yeah because it's and it's a you know it's an interesting story so it's it's worth continuing so if you ever get a chance to check it out do so i will i will uh if you don't know what we're talking about so it's uh human hibachi so it's from mario cerrito uh who just won the award uh but it says a man documents his girlfriend's 35th birthday on his phone and then uh what he captures throughout the night are the most disturbing human acts I'll leave it there. It's at a uh, hibachi place, so you can imagine what what could happen there. So, um, but it says here, Mario Cerrito and producing partner Michael Joy uh, from uh, uh, Marketing Macabre and HorrorNews.net, and uh, I think he also works with Bayview Entertainment. But uh, 
They just uh, finished up, wrapped up on production of the sequel, Human Hibachi Part 2, Feast in the Forest. Nice. Ooh, how, how do they get the hibachi into the forest? That's what I want to know. They carry it on the backpack, in front of the woods and some guy making a volcano out of onions. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking flipping the shrimp into a hat. Like, what a fly. Yeah, yeah, and he just like butter. He's got the little boy that shoots water and make, it looks like it's peeing. Yeah, whatever. These jokes can go on for, seems like, minutes, if not seconds. That's too long. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so Human Hibachi, uh, the thing is that is uh, special effects uh, laden, right? It's fucking heavy on that, the yeah. special effects, yep. uh, which is cool because I like the practical. Someone who also likes the practical is Wuchi. Uh, so don't forget to hit up Wuchi.com for pro-quality prosthetics and SFX makeup all year round. Uh, make sure you use the special discount code Mandy Strange for uh, 15% off your entire order. So 15%, get you some stuff and go make a fucking movie. You might win an award. Never know. You're looking at me. I'm not going to win anything because uh, I don't have any talent. Um, you, on the other hand, you're someday going to win an award. Maybe. maybe. No, no, no. There's no maybe about it. You're going to. I'm going to beat up somebody until you do. Hey, give that. Give him an award. That's just Listen, it. That's I'm going to guilt them giving you an award. Yeah, you're doing Polly Shore. Yeah. I actually, um, just a quick little story not to get off track yet again. Years ago, Paco, my old band, was playing at a uh, Latin club in Brooklyn. And uh, this, this guy came that liked us i don't know how he knew us but he liked us and he sold t-shirts um and he had some like really weird t-shirts and uh i was drinking quite a bit that night mm-hmm. um he like we were buddying around and everything and my friend bill's like oh that that shirt's awesome and i'm like give it to him and he's just like what i'm like give him the shirt and he's like i'm like no for real give him the shirt and he gave him the shirt oh wow. I, I like yeah and then we we're just like just buddying around again. It was so weird. Like it was a very weird situation. I I like bullied this guy into giving away a product. Hey, that shirt. My Give man's it wants it. Give it to him. I know a man who wants that shirt. His name is right there. Give it to him. <laughs> so yeah, woodchy.com. <laughs> Give him the shirt. And then use your code at woochie.com.
This cannot be ignored. to see my face. Some monsters are real. Damien Maffei. More masks. Hag, you're dead. Let's see what's under the mask. So, Haunt is a 2019 American slasher film written and directed by Scott Beck and Brian Woods. I know this is an older movie. Um, so synopsis, because it's hollow, it's almost Halloween. So I figured, you know, start setting the mood, you know, light the candles. Uh, so it's set on a Halloween night. The film follows a group of friends who encounter an extreme haunted house, quote unquote, uh, that promises to feed under darkest fears and the night turns deadly as they come to the horrifying realization that some nightmares are real <laughs> so it stars uh we got uh we got katie stevens as harper you know katie stevens i don't uh, i mean i i'm sure i do because i've seen the movie but i don't know what else she's been i'm horrible with names unless it's tony todd I'm horrible. <laughs> well, she's uh, speaking of Tony Todd. She's from Connecticut, uh, oh. Middlebury, Connecticut. She's the daughter of Mark and Clara uh, Francisco Stevens. Uh, she graduated from Pomparag High School in Southbury in June 2010. Uh, oh, that one. Yeah, her. Uh, she was also in American Idol. Oh. Then we got uh, Nathan. Uh, who's played by Will Bretan. He was on Kong Skull Island as young oh, Hank, nice. Hank Marlowe. And then also he was Kirk in the Forever Purge. I think he was the main guy. Oh, really? Yeah. The, the, I never saw that one. Me either. So I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I like the Purge. I like the Purge series that got canceled. I thought that was good. Never saw it. Uh, I, I I thought it was good. It was I decent. I was like, how are they going to do this? And they, they totally did. It was good. Yeah, that's my uh, thoughts on the Purge series. They totally did it. 
put that on the cover. All right. So we got Bailey. We got Bailey, uh, who's played by Lauren McLean. Who else we got? We got Damian Maffei as one of the main bad guys. But we know him from uh, Changes Prey at Night and Haunt. And also, he's working on, I believe, the uh, events surrounding a peeping Tom. That's right. Was this movie awesome? It was. It's been a while since I've seen it, but oh. I did enjoy it quite a bit. And what, uh, I mean, it's like classic, almost kind of classic Halloween masks. Yeah. Which you think are not going to be scary, but they're terrifying. Like, even though they're very basic. And, uh, you know, this is, is this a Shutter original or Shutter exclusive? Um, I don't remember as far as that, but I believe that's when it first came out was on yeah. Shutter. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and say yes. One of them. Yes. If I'm wrong, I'm sorry. If I'm wrong, then don't tell me because I'll be very upset. I enjoyed it. That's uh, I don't remember much about it other than enjoying it. I watched it once, um, but it's one that I would watch again. Yeah. Um, now is the perfect time to do so because uh, it's you know Halloween's coming up. Halloween. I wouldn't watch it today, but I watched the wrong movie. No, you you watch what you needed to watch. I did because you're doing you're doing a a, a review on something we're gonna cover. Yeah, coming up too, Malignant. Yes, so we don't have to be cryptic. We watch Malignant, and then yep. and they're talking about it on their show. We're gonna talk about it on another show. So we'll just come back yeah. for that Malignant. A, boy had so so much time. Yeah, we watched all the movies. Yes, every single one of them. Um, yeah, so what drew you to, you know, the initial, like, uh, watch of this? I, we're, you know. For, for me, I'll be honest with you, um, yeah. it was Damien Maffei yeah. that, that drew me to it. Like, the fact that he was in it, and it was being released on Shudder, and I watched Shudder more than I watch Netflix. Yeah. Like, I was just excited for him. Yeah. And, uh, and then the, the cut, like, the, the cover art for it is cool, too. It, you know, it just, and the fact like uh, before the whole pandemic happened, it's a haunted attraction. And every year, my wife and myself would frequent multiple. Uh, we'd we hit up a bunch throughout yeah. the season. Wow. And um, so I was like, oh, yeah, I'm all about that. So I cool. Forgot, I forgot about that. The last one we went to was at Lake Compounds, which we got oh, host, nice. we got hosted to go uh, check it out and do a review on the show. Nice. For- I've heard good things about that one. It was awesome. It was yeah, awesome. Nice. So yeah, I've that was been, the last one. I've we done only compounds, but I've never done that. But yeah, damn. How are you making me miss the fucking haunts, dude? Well, dude. I'm telling you, like I, I, I'm tempted because it's one of the ones that we normally go to, um, is doing it like, like X amount of tickets, and they're like people are spaced out and everything, mm-hmm. and it's inside. So okay. I don't know. My my legs are numb, so I don't know if it's worth it. <laughs> I don't want to be falling down in that tunnel. Hey, did that makes you, did, you, did you see the guy screaming on the corner over there? He yeah. could talk about one his the, legs or something. One of the cool things that they have at this one is like it's pitch dark in this hallway. And you have to touch the walls to feel where you're going, and the walls shock you. Oof! It's like little pads that like zap you with like a nine volt battery kind of feel, you know? That's interesting. It was aw- It's awesome. You're like, yeah. oh, you know? oh, I'm dead. I'm so dead. Son of a bitch. No. Anyways, that's uh, Fright Kingdom in New Hampshire. Dude. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I've heard of them. That's cool. Yeah, um, yeah. So I mean, I've seen this movie floating around in the radar. I just watched this. I watched it a couple of months ago. Um, but uh, I figured uh, since it's 
Halloweeny time. Uh, so I thought it was a cool, it was a cool premise. Um, I've been meaning to watch it for a long time, but uh, uh, I thought the special effects were cool. Um, I like that they were like uh, changing and altering their form um, as like a like a badge of transcendence from mm -hmm. the normal to abnormal. Um, with I mean, it's this this movie came out in 2019, so I'm pretty sure everyone's seen it. So we're not doing any big spoilers here, but the uh, uh, kind of like the monsters are real kind of thing that they're uh you know the tagline says um where they're actually becoming a vehicle of fear and the embodiment and the whole thing of like it being like a tear you know like they said if i you know because they have an apprentice on the grounds and he's like they said if i just do like one more i can get my face you know and i thought that that was uh, cool, you know, because like, uh, like the guy that shows his face, he's ghost. He looks like uh, he's got like an arse face type of deal, or, you know. Um, yeah. But I did enjoy that. Um, I also thought that the uh, the idea of uh, Mel Gibson's apartment from the conspiracy theory self destruct like fucking plan that they had uh, to uh, to hide the fact that like heinous crimes had occurred. At that location was cool because like when they the, the clown at the end when he's like oh shit like you know we actually have someone that's escaped and like we're gonna get caught like he just because in the beginning of the movie they pinpoint they pinpoint like someone's like oh the walls are all sticky and it's like why does it smell like oil or like mm -hmm. and i was like that's probably gonna come back to some degree i i thought they're saying it it's not yeah. just because it's like we need some dialogue here. yeah 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 so it was like i either thought it was going to be like a trap type of deal or it was going to be like that entrance room was gonna i but that was cooler i thought that that was like oh shit he's just going around lighting the wall <laughs> <laughs> okay how to pack it up but yeah i thought that uh the story outside of the carnage was like kind of like uh we've seen it type of deal yeah. So, but what they were, were showing was great. Like the special effects, some of the kills, some of the different like trappings that they had, like the rooms, you know, like, you know, find the key. Like she had to find like a certain section of the wall to mm -hmm. find the key or whatever. And I thought that that was cool. That like the scene where the shotgun room and she timed it. It was cool. Like you said, it didn't break any any ground, but it was executed well. Yeah, yeah. That's all that matters. Like yeah. it's, you know, it, it's it's tough to come up with something original, especially in uh, it, there's been so much that's been done. But yeah. you know, you can if you come up with something original and you can't pull it off, that's worse. I would say. Yeah. That being said, it's not ripping anything off, but it's similar to some things. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like the whole like, and when I say like the side story, I meant more like the cat and mouse mm -hmm. slasher you know home invasion thing or kidnapping movie like that that's we've seen those that same that trope mm -hmm. not i wasn't saying like we've seen what they did here oh yeah 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 yeah, they, they, yeah like you you were saying like uh it was kind of like escape roomy yeah stuff which is something that over the last however many years became a popular thing so they oh they just put out a part two for escape room Oh yeah? yeah, I I don't I don't think I liked the first one that much. Never saw it. 
there was things about it. I was just like, meh. I saw it in the theater. Oh, because we actually, yeah, we like escape rooms. Like we would do those as well. Yeah. No, I, I do weird things. No, it's not, bro. There's no. This is this is where Planet Fitness here, bro. Judgment free, bro. You like escape rooms? You ever been to a Planet Fitness? The last thing it is is judgment free. First of all, don't I? Do I look like I go to a gym, bro? Well, before I that was kind of rude. You're like, did you ever go to a? I I had a gym membership at Planet Fitness. Fuck that place. So haunt. So haunt. So we're not sponsoring. uh, We're not getting sponsored by Planet Fitness. Nope. Thank God. Those people rip everyone off. Yeah, I paid. I, I believe I paid them. I thought I canceled. Uh, and I paid for I paid for like another two years. Yep. That's like, uh, I secretly. people all the time. Like, I, secretly. I, so so for uh, for people listening, I work in collections. I'm everyone's favorite person to talk to. And uh, a lot of people I call them up I'm like, hey, your account's overdrawn. But why? Planet Fitness took every penny you have, then some. Like, what? I canceled that. I'm like, you have to physically go down there and get it in writing. That's the only way to, to make them stop taking your money. Yeah, no, that's what I had to do. Yep. Like, it oh, sucks. you got to come in and sign all this shit. And I was like, I called Yep. a like, year ago. Yep. Like, whoa. And that's how they like, make money because no one goes. Yeah. <laughs> I called it my fat tax. Yeah. So I, like, I should have been going this whole time, but now they fucking 10%. Like, but I figured... Yeah, you, you go on like uh, I forget what day there was like one day a week or one day a month that they like not even kidding you they'd bring pizza in. Ooh, sign me Let's up. Go on day, yeah. And I'm like going to the gym to get pizza. Anyways, so Hunt. um um so I will say the uh, it delivered for me um you know with the whole thing it was cool I liked it from start to finish the plot points were good pacing was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it moved. It moved pretty quickly. Uh, the effects again, the kills, and then you know that uh, the legacy of it, it being now a Halloween uh, tradition movie type of deal. Yep. You can move it into your your lineup. Yep. Of movies to watch uh, during Halloween seasons. So how seasons? Yeah. So it says here, filmmakers Scott Beck and Brian Woods wrote the script for Haunt. While they were also writing the screenplay for A Quiet Place. Oh, wow. Without the expectation that either film would ever get made. Can you believe that? That's crazy, yeah. Two guys, Scott Beck and Brian Woods. They were like, yeah, let's just write this and no one will ever make it. Mm. That's two movies Yep. that are great. Yep. So One of them has a sequel. Yeah. Uh, so it says here, uh, I guess that production was halted. When a man was stabbed, and the police shoot, and the police shot him uh, near uh, Cal Poly Pomona campus. Hmm. So I guess that was real. Uh, uh, Damien Maffei, little Damien Maffei trivia, uh, who portrays the devil character, also provided the voice for Harper's dad in the flashback scene in the bedroom. Hmm. So, you know, when he's like, "Get out of that under from under that bed, you piece of shit." I remember she was hiding don't, him. don't remember. I, I have to go back and rewatch it. <laughs> he didn't say a piece of shit, but because uh, there's there's a little there's a little uh, flashback in the movie too how she had a shitty dad growing up or whatever. So, which uh, you know, I don't know that. Uh, so uh, <laughs> when, 
None of us can uh, relate to that completely. Uh, so it says, uh, so factual errors. So when the characters' phones were being checked before destroyed, the first phone dropped said Monday, November 20th, and the other phone said November 1st. So useless goofs, everybody. Yeah. Useless goofs. But uh, yeah, Haunt, uh, Halloween, get your candy on, uh, do your body modification, turn yourself yeah. into a devil, a witch. Which one's your favorite one? Devil, uh, witch, it's clown. It's the devil. It's Damien. 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 He was. Qu- he was Tony cool. of this movie. I tell you. Yeah. Sorry. He did because he had. Uh, there was like a little bit of uh, like with the echo in the room and all that stuff. It was like a little the voice modification too to it. Mm-hmm. But when he got when he got hurt, he sounded like a regular dude. Yeah. <laughs> Ow, my big toe. Because yeah. when did he because when he. When he took the mask off, because she's like, ah. and he's like, yeah. I was like, holy shit, that's, that's yeah. fucking crazy. <laughs> and then, but then after when he got hit, he was like, oh. I was like, so I was hoping that they had actually like fucked with their voices too, which would have been like the full circle. Yeah. But, and I thought that clown, how he ended up, was fucking perfect. Mm. You know what I mean? Because it was like. Uh, Kind of like a gotcha bitch, the, like the whole setup with the glue and everything. He was like, oh. <laughs> you know, because they had him sign the waivers with all their home addresses and shit. Yeah, so I thought that was cool. But all right, so uh, thank you for doing this with me tonight. Thank you for listening to me ramble, ramble on for way too long on some things that we weren't even discussing. No, it's all right. That's how we do it here at that strange show. We get, yeah, we get down and dirty. Let the people know where they can uh, hear you and your buddies talk some. So, uh, do Wicked Horror Show live Tuesday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, we're live on Facebook. If you just go to Wicked Horror Show on Facebook or on YouTube under Wicked Horror Show. Um, and there's an open chat room and all that jazz. And then if you don't have time or you, you can't watch the live show at 9 o'clock, um, the, the, the following thursday the audio goes up for that show um there's also uh wicked horror reviews i do with the 13th wolfman and uh we talk about uh movies and stuff and uh i'm also part of black and white fright and secret underground hideout and all of them are on the dorkening podcast network just like that strange show hey yeah you also lend the uh the beautiful voice talent oh yeah the tv johnson yeah, TV show Johnson is it TV show Johnson or TV yeah, Johnson? I don't know. TV show TV. Johnson for the bana- bananas. Yeah, the bananas, the bananas. <laughs> yeah. Bonanes. Uh, if you haven't seen that, you're just like everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Yeah, but yeah, look that up on on YouTube. Yeah. yeah. No, it's 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 weird. If you're a Tim and Eric fan, um, you would enjoy it. It's yeah. it's very Tim and Eric esque. Yeah, we. I've done some voice stuff for for it. So has yep. Kevin. So it's fun. Yeah, fun, it's fun. funny. It's quick, little little bite size too. They're only like. Yep, very very short. Bangers. Just like uh, Bill's pubes. <laughs> all right, that's it. That's all we got for you guys. If you want more, you can find us on all your favorite streaming apps. Follow us, subscribe, leave a rating, and don't forget you can follow us at that strange show on all your. Uh, super duper social media platform so make sure you tell your baby mama and remember 
strangers better.